Hello and welcome to the Four Color Nerds Broke Gaming Podcast, Episode 4. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by the other PC gaming nerds, Hannah. Hey! Ryan. Hello. And Missy. Hey. Together we take on PC gaming for the cheap and broke. Each week we gather here to find a great game for a great price. We review the prior week's selection and see if it was worth our money and time. Then we pick a new game and do it all over again. This is a review show, so there may be spoilers. This week's game was Rogue Legacy, and our companion song is Generation Me by Delane. Let's take a listen. Legacy was developed and published by Cellar Door Productions, designed by Teddy Lee, programmed by Kenny Lee, and released in June of 2013. It's available on Windows, Linux, OXS, PlayStation, Vita, and Xbox One, and we purchased it on G2A.com for $3.42. So there's not a whole lot of story to Rogue Legacy, unlike the previous couple games we've done. The gist of it is that the king has been attacked by an assassin, and you have to venture into this cursed castle to try and retrieve an item that can cure any wound. And each time you die, you are succeeded by somebody that you choose from, your, from the next generation. And each time that your next generation enters, the castle is completely uh, reshuffled and procedurally generated each time. Can I just say how hard this game was? It's very hard. Yes, it's really hard. <laughs> oh my god, this game was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, like I was saying, the previous ones were real uh, deep on story, but kind of shallow on gameplay. And this one is the exact opposite. Real shallow on story, but pretty deep in gameplay. Reminds me of like a really hard Nintendo game. Yes. yes. Yeah, like a super hard Nintendo game. You can't turn off the Nintendo, because if you do, you'll lose all your progress. <laughs> Well, it's almost like a... Isn't there a special name for the arcade games where you just pretty much have to just shove a bunch of quarters in in it and it's hard? It's basically impossible on purpose. I think it's just a quarter drainer is all those drainer. Seems like a quarter drainer because you die so much. If you didn't get a new character every time you died, I think the game would be less satisfying than it is. But some of the new characters you get are really amusing. Like, I had the one where you have vertigo, so everything is flipped upside down. <laughs> oh, I avoided that one. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Whenever I saw an option that sounded truly horrible, I had to choose it. Because I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to die in five minutes anyway, so I might as well see something new. Might as well see what insanity does, you know? I liked the dementia one, where there, you would be attacked by things and you weren't you weren't sure if it was real or not. That was kind of... That was funny. Yeah, like it would it would throw a fake enemy at you every once yes, in a while. Yes, yes. I did that. The first time I picked it, I didn't really... It's like, oh, you're insane. Okay, whatever. And one of those big, beefy knight things popped up with a whole bunch of other bad guys. And, you know, I killed all the other ones, actually, for once. And then I was trying to... With my little sword, and I wasn't hitting him. And, and then uh, Chris was looking over my shoulder, and he was like, oh, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> It's not real! Oh, okay. And then I got killed by something when I wasn't sure if it was real or not. 
That's real. And I died. I do like that in the tutorial, you're the assassin that kills the king. Yeah, and it wasn't even, like, subtle. You just yeah. walked up and was like, Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Killed him! Press X to kill the king. Yes. They don't do a whole lot of storytelling in this game. It's pretty much that and then some uh, random journal entries that you find occasionally. And that's about it. I love the little pose that you make the way you hold the sword while you're moving forward. You just hold it straight up. Oh, like it's like held over your head. You just like charge forward. Straight out. You like kind of kick your feet up as you run. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. And also uh, when you die, it's very dramatic. Like a spotlight comes on you and you fall to your knees. And the style in this game is very nice. Yeah, if you like retro games, if you miss your old Nintendo or Sega Genesis type games, you know, you will feel right at home here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as the um, very inexperienced gamer that I am, I usually get really frustrated with games where I'm failing all the time. But this one, the consequences for dying weren't so bad and you don't have like a limited number of lives like Mario or anything like that. So it was okay. Like it kind of helped me get over my... Oh, I died. This isn't fun to play games. Yeah, and often the objective isn't really to progress so much as just to make money so that you can, you know, upgrade your keep so that you can have a better time next time. Yeah. I think my most common experience playing this game was dying and saying, like, fuck this and, like, shoving the keyboard yeah. away and then, like, 30 <laughs> seconds later pulling back. the keyboard back and be like, all right, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Five minutes later, you do it again. The entire week, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm really done playing this. Like, I played it enough to review it. Oh, but I really want to get that next level. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd open it back up again. So did anybody manage to, like, find and defeat the first boss or anything? No. Oh, fuck No. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I found a couple of bosses. I guess they'd be mini-bosses. I found the boss door a couple of times, but I never went in. Yeah, even when you do like find the boss and you feel like you're ready, it's it can be hard just to get to it, because everything shifts around every time, unless you want to, like, yeah. lock down the castle and sacrifice, like, 40% of your gold. And so, like, by the time you find the boss door, you've got, like, half your health and no more magic, and so it, it's hard to, you know, get there in a good state where you might actually win. <laughs> Yeah, not unless you upgrade yourself a lot first. I went and found a speedrun. There is somebody who beat this game in, like, 20 minutes with only, like, six deaths. It was pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah, wow. I think most people, it takes them a couple weeks of playing this game to beat it. So there's a lot of gameplay for your buck here, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah. Unless you're that guy that can do it in 20 minutes. Well, even then, it took him, you know, a lot of tries and a lot of practice in order to get that good. So you got plenty of play out of it, too. True, true. Yeah, true. I thought it was super hard. I was like, it kept saying, you can lock down the castle if you find a boss battle. It's too difficult for you. And I was like, fuck you, I can't find the boss battle. Like, I can't even get to the boss, let alone practice on it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I do like that the controls in this game, they're very tight. Like, it's very responsive. There's no lag in your movements or anything. So much like the kind of the classic, like, Mega Man and stuff, it's... It's very one-to-one. You feel very in control of your character, so I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah. And you need that control, because you got to dodge everything to try not to get hit. I feel like the game probably would have been better with a controller. I was thinking that, too. The keyboard controls were just odd. They weren't bad. I just felt like it is very much like a old console game that I think a controller might be really useful for playing this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't actually try the keyboard controls. I just went straight to my trusted controller. And it's also funny. I didn't feel bad about losing because 
I would the next generation would pop up and it'd be like, oh, and she's gay. Oh, okay. He has IBS. Oh, I never got the one with IBS. <laughs> yeah, or I think you can get like Tourette's or something. They'll curse all the time. IBS, you fart all the time. Oh, was that what that cloud was? I think that's something different, actually. It, with IBS, you it, it actually makes the sound every once in a while, like when you jump. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I need to go back and play with IBS. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. Favorite spell was the spiky balls, that's for sure. Oh, the spiky balls are pretty good. I always like the axe and the chakram. Those are pretty good. The axe is good for getting the enemies that are, like, hidden in a room that's out of the way and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, did anybody find any little secret paths? Yeah, like, most of them you have to have a character with dwarfism to get through them. Every path I found just led to my immediate death, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every single one. Pretty much. Yeah, I followed one and it just dropped me on some spikes. And then I like when you die, it gives you kind of like a title. Sir, fuck up the disappointment. (laughs) You're like, oh, thanks. (laughs) I'm going to rate it four spiky balls out of five. And I will rate it four deals with Charon out of five. (laughs) I will give it two overwhelming sense of vertigo. It's not that it's bad. I just don't really like platformers, I think is what it comes down to. And just just reinforce (laughs) that for me. I'm going to give it three crystal balls that are just for show out of five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know the law. Eight games enter, one game leaves. Each week, we have a budget of $5 to spend on a game. If we spend less than that, we roll the spare change into next week. Every week, we each bring two games to consider. We each vote for a game, and we cannot vote for our own game. The game with the most votes is our next game to play and review. And this week, we have $8.36. Rich. We are rich. <laughs> Getting up there, moving on up. So much yeah. <laughs> to a deluxe apartment, yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll be able to buy a real recent game. <laughs> what was last week's game? Last week was Oxen the Oxenfree. Yeah, Oxenfree came out this year, so that one is pretty... That's true, that was a recent game. I actually, one of my games just came out two weeks ago. Ooh, nice. nice. Super indie. No? It's not? I'll just leave you in anticipation. <laughs> I'm going to nominate a game called Dex. It's in the Humble Store right now for $4.99. And it says you need to discover the truth behind an enigmatic AI striving to reach the singularity. The theoretical event horizon in which artificial intelligence will surpass human intelligence. So you explore a futuristic city and meet its inhabitants... It's basically designed as a tribute to classic RPGs from the 90s, and it's updated for a modern audience, and the setting is a cyberpunk universe. So that seems cool. All right. Okay. Just a random little ditty on Steam right now. It's called Feel the Snow. So you choose a character, and you start your little journey. It's done in a cutesy little Studio Ghibli-ish style really cute you choose a character and you go on the journey and you build stuff you craft stuff you do puzzles you have little boss battles all kinds of little stuff in this game it is seven dollars and 19 cents on steam right now yeah i just pulled it up it looks kind of cute which is kind of an epic title for such a cutesy looking little game feel the snow (laughs) (laughs) so my two 
The first one that I want to put out is called Karma Incarnation 1. It's a multi-award-winning 2D point-and-click adventure game and explores a love story between two souls through humor, puzzles, and a hand-drawn animation style. You learn karma laws through choice and action. Each evil deed spoils Pip's karma, Pip being the main character, and changes his appearance. Good deeds purify karma. Key characters respond differently to Pip's karma, so it opens up different storylines depending on which choices you make. And that one is currently 719 on Humble Bundle. The second one is Fallout New Vegas, which is currently 499 on the Humble Store. And I think it's also on sale on Steam, too. It's a standalone Fallout game, so it's your typical post-apocalyptic genre RPG. So does war change in this one? I don't know. It's intro to every Fallout game. War. War never changes. Oh, is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> so it says Vegas is being torn apart by warring factions, and you either get to choose your side or declare yourself the king of New Vegas. So it's your basic Fallout post-apocalyptic shoot-em-up. And that was, again, four ninety nine across Humble Bundle and Steam. And those are my two. My first game is Darksiders which is $4.99 on GOG.com. It's an action game, kind of like God of War, where you play one of the horsemen of the apocalypse uh, war, and you're fighting against the other horsemen and such. It has an 83 on Metacritic. God of War is one of my favorite games, so... And my second game is Human Resources Machine, which is $6.99 on the Humble Store. And it's a game where you play a manager and you make your employees do things by puzzle solving, by kind of doing some real basic programming almost, where you're, you know, giving them sets of instructions and things. And so it, as a programmer, uh, it looks interesting to me. And it has a 78 on Metacritic. All right. So my two, I tried to, as we're getting closer to Halloween, I tried to pick some games that have maybe a, a horror theme. So the first one is called Bear With Me. It's four ninety nine on Steam. It's if you took a hard-boiled detective story from the late 40s or 50s, you know, with like Humphrey Bogart, Casablanca, Maltese Falcon, like that kind of feel to it with a uh, teddy bear as the main character, who's a detective. His little girl, who's his, you know, his partner, her brother goes missing from this Cthulhu mystery that's going on in the city that they go and investigate. The art style looks amazing. I love that kind of story. And I just think that that's like an adorable little twist to have a, a you know, hard-drinking, you know, chain-smoking teddy bear detective <laughs> that uh, is with you for your adventures. I, th I think that sounds amazing. Oh, and it's episodic. So this is episode one. Right. So that, to me, sounds like something I haven't played before. Sounds like something I would enjoy. Sounds both cute and terrifying at the same time. My second game is XCOM Enemy Unknown, oh. uh, which is two ninety three on G2A. XCOM Enemy Unknown is probably one of my favorite games of all time. It is amazing. You basically are in charge of a squad that develops over time that you can name, you can upgrade them. And there are aliens that are in the world, and you're fighting them, and there's every level is like a tactical mission that you go on. You build your base, there's lots of tactical combat, there's a nice story to it. I love the game. It's probably one of my favorite games ever. It's uh, one of my favorites too, actually. Yep. And XCOM 2 is out now as well, but that's, that's way too rich for our blood, but we can certainly go back and play the first one. So those are my two somewhat horror-themed games. So let's vote. I'm going to vote for XCOM Enemy Unknown. I'm going to vote for Bear With Me. I will vote for Darksiders. Ooh. 
things I get to pick. It's up to you. Mm, I do love XCOM, but I think I'm going to go with Bear With Me because I, I want to play... That sounds really interesting. I want to play something a little new. Cool. And that one did uh, just come out a couple weeks ago, so it's not often that we're going to get to play one that's that new. It is episodic, so it probably will be shorter, but that's kind of perfect for our format anyway. So mm-hmm. Sounds cute. I'm looking forward to it. To the adventures of Ted E. Bear. <laughs> is that his name? That's his name. Oh. <laughs> That's the bear's name, Teddy Bear. Like, if you watch the trailer, it's it just is that total detective voice where he's like, listen here, doll, like that whole kind of thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's going to be great. Okay, so that was Rogue Legacy. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans, including our other Four Color Nerds podcasts on the week's comic books at fourcolornerds.com or our Facebook page, Four Color Nerds. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram, and you can find the podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. On Stitcher. On SoundCloud. And on Podcast Addict. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, keep gaming, nerds.